It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking... She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the life. Hey, pretties. It's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Hey. Hey. Friday. It's Friday. And it's Friday of our vacation week. Yes. We just came back from two weeks vacation. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing two shows about vacations. Mm-hmm. Talked about traveling alone and traveling with kids on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Today we're going to talk about the Great American Road Trip. I can't wait. I've been looking forward to this. We thought of these shows, what, like over a month ago? Yeah, because it's so sad because we can't really travel very much mm-hmm. right now. So we can just... This is our vicarious yeah. way to kind of feel that. Exactly. Yeah. So I went on a trip... Um, I wouldn't really call it a road trip. I just went like two hours down the road to the beach. Mm-hmm. But we stayed for a week, and um, which was really nice because when I usually go, my family goes for a week every summer, but I don't usually go for the whole time. Okay. And this time I did. Hmm. So I got a whole week at the beach. Your family, like your husband like, and kids or like your extended family? My mom and dad and my brother and sister and their families. Okay. And then my family. Okay. So we all went and... Um, I learned some new teen vernacular Ooh. from my nieces. Mm-hmm. I learned, I am I feel like I came back a lot cooler than I was when I left. Okay. Or yeah. a lot more relevant by today's standards. Maybe that's, that's more, cooler. maybe yeah. I'm more relevant. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I learned that um, the gossip now is called the tea. The tea. The tea. Okay. You got to spill it. Spill mm-hmm. the tea. Give tea. me all the all the news like that. Yeah, they were getting the tea from their um, from their friends, so they mm-hmm. were getting all the tea from home. So, so you know, I'm cool mm-hmm. now. Um, that reminds me of your 1920s show for some yeah. reason. It sounds really old timey, <laughs> but I like that kids have come up with something new. Um, let me ask you this: if if um, if I told you that over the weekend um, it was just kind of like a Netflix and chill kind of weekend, what would you think that I did? I would think that you like hung out with your boyfriend on your couch all weekend. And did what? Watch Netflix. Right. I learned <laughs> that Netflix and chill is actually code for having hooking sex. up. Yeah, hooking yeah. up. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. My, we had one day of bad weather, and my sister said that it was a kind of a Netflix and chill kind of day. And then some of her teacher friends who are in the know of middle school jargon were like, um, do you know what that means? I don't think you know. Well, like, I do means. know that, like... It kind of like if you get a text that just says WYD, you know, what, what you are you doing? doing? Yeah, it doesn't mean what are you doing. It means do you want to have sex? Like, do you oh, have it's sex? like a booty call? And, yeah, and like Netflix and chill. Like, yeah, you want just Netflix and chill tonight? Like, it's pretty much assumed that you're going to. See, I would, I'm <laughs> totally like planning to watch TV. Like, <laughs> And this was the first vacation where my older niece Got a boyfriend. Mm. There, there was a beach 
fling. Ooh. And it was the most adorable beach fling because they did not talk to each other at all. They just looked at each other. Like we were we were on the beach, like our families were next to each other on the beach. And mm-hmm. so it was like walking past each other, walking back and forth. And then the parents are cracking up the whole time because we're right. trying to. Because you can see this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was the most adorable thing. And then they would go to the pool and not talk at the pool and. Um, but by the end of the week, they had exchanged phone numbers. And I, Ooh. before we went on the air, I texted my family to ask how the romance was going. And they're still going strong. Wow. Texting, texting each other. So Now, my son had his kind fling. of first uh, summer fling, too. And it was basically, it, it was it was not as serious as, as what yours sounds like. <laughs> but it was um, basically one night in the swimming pool. He met a little girl. And she was there with two friends. Uh-huh. And... Um, they were basically splashing each other right, and, yeah. you know, and giving each other a hard time. And then every time that he would go to leave, like it, you know, little girls are the pursuers. You mm-hmm. know that girls are, girls are oh, the, for sure. the forward ones for sure. And every time that he would like go away, the one little girl would break off uh-huh. from her two friends to go, you know, like whatever. And it was funny because my daughter was kind of in a huff and I'm like, are you jealous that your brother's <laughs> playing with these girls and that they're not friends with you? And she's like, those girls do not like him. And oh. I'm like, okay. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> but she was only there. There was only overlap for the one day. So the romance ended abruptly. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the time by the time my niece and her, um, her little fling um, finally talked to each other, it was time for us to go. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's but adorable, though. It was so I much fun that. to watch that happen, though. We had a lot of fun. Okay. So then I started... I started immediately wanting to go back on another trip because I grew up in the summertime. We would load up in the van and mm-hmm. we would drive to Chicago. We would drive from Louisiana to Chicago. Awesome. And or we would drive to Nebraska where my other grandparents lived. And I'm used to driving places. Right. And going on road trips. And mm-hmm. it's summertime. And that's usually when people go on a road trip. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've been missing that. And so I was happy to ask a bunch of questions. And I've got some numbers, some stats, some statistics. They're not statistics. They're really just numbers. Three days. Three days is, on average, the limit that people say they can handle in the car with their family. <laughs> uh, three consecutive days? Yeah. It says um, that three days is is like the limit on how long a road trip can be before you're really annoyed with each other. I think there might be truth to that. I think it does depend on the mode of travel. Like we were motorhome travelers and a little more space makes it a little more tolerable. Absolutely. You know, but yeah, if I was riding in a car, like, and if it's travel days, like yes. I never liked those trips from Ohio to Florida or from Florida to Ohio where you're literally just driving and driving and driving. Like you got to have destinations to get out and have activities to do and things well speaking of um the mode of travel six and a half hours is the average amount of time that people will drive to avoid flying on a plane they will add six and a half hours to their trip to avoid flying interesting yes the car is the way to go i would like fly to atlanta if i could Five-hour drive, you know, four-hour drive, but whatever. For three days, you are likely to have six carguments. Yeah. Two arguments in the car per day. So by that the end of your right. three days that, with your that family, seems low. <laughs> six carguments. Eleven bathroom breaks okay. is, is the average that, you're, that a family would have between Memorial Day and Labor Day. 
on road trips, hmm. 11 bathroom breaks. Wow. Um, going to be eating an average of 13 snacks. Oh, yeah. It's just a constant stream of snacks. Yeah, you're just the snacks mm-hmm. need to keep going. You spend like $30 at yeah. every gas station stop on more snacks. <laughs> <laughs> and play an average of 16 car games during the summer. Oh. Yeah. So, um, so I went to Facebook and I did one of my favorite things, which is posting something that you are excluded from. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you knew too. we were going to talk about this topic and I gave yes. you some questions to mm-hmm. answer, I didn't want you to see all of the other information that I was mm-hmm. getting. You know, I love it when you do that. I know. And so one of the things that I asked was, um, where do people like to go? And what's the furthest distance that people have driven? And I asked you that, too. What's the mm-hmm. longest car trip that you've been on? I would say um, when I was a kid, we had a, a motorhome. We had a camper, right? And my dad, one summer, well, I mean, both my parents, but my dad was the driver. We went from Ohio to um, California and back. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we did two weeks and we went um, to Disneyland and we went to Vegas and we stopped at all these places like old car museums mm-hmm. and crazy things, you know, in like Missouri or whatever on the way. And that was the that was the great American road trip. That was probably our longest camper trip. We would do the Louisiana to Chicago trip That's every not a short haul. That's not yeah. no, it's mm-hmm. not. Um, but then the longer than that, though, we would drive from Louisiana to Colorado. Oh, yeah. And we would stay in a cabin that belonged to a family member that had no electricity, no running water. We had a wood stove. We had an outhouse. Um, Were there snakes? I, I'm sure there were. Oh Although gosh. up there, there's not really no. snakes. And it would be us and, like, grandparents, aunts, and uncles. They, we would get like 20 people in this little it wasn't I wouldn't even call it it was a house but it was more like a loft kind of structure the best just the best can you imagine like trying to convince your husband to do something like that today like (laughs) mine would do it he would yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe (laughs) like let's go to this place where there's an outhouse (laughs) and with uh 20 people from my crazy family yeah it was do that it was great but yeah, and that was a long I, drive. I could not convince my sisters to do that. I will tell you that right oh now. My God. If I was like, guys, let's go do this. It'll be great. They'd be like, no. Oh, man. Negative. It, we were talking in the last show about traveling with kids and, and ha- having too much of an agenda. And that was definitely one of those trips where we, we stayed in the house and then every day we would hike. But it was like my dad would just like point to the top of the mountain and be like, we're going to go there. <laughs> and we just go. Love it. <laughs> I love that. Well, some of the top destinations um, that people want to go to, um, the Grand Canyon, Yellowstone, Niagara Falls, Las Vegas, Mount Rushmore, the Redwoods, drive the Pacific Coast Highway, see the fall foliage in New England. It's all nature. Yeah. And state parks. I love that. And eat a cheesesteak in Philadelphia was on the list. Mm. I, I don't know. I, That's that not nature. Have, no. But- <laughs> But so, it's still, it's kind of like uh, American history. Like yeah, it's 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 the big like the the wonders of you know yeah. of our country. Seeing America the beautiful, yeah. seeing mm-hmm. all the stuff. So some people put tons of planning into their road trip. Mm-hmm. Other people are more spontaneous. My friend Jan said one time she packed the van, loaded the kids, drove to the intersection of her street and the main highway. They flipped a coin to decide if they were going north or south. Wow. 
and they went south. They went to D.C. and um, Williams, Williamsburg and um, Virginia. That's really cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I had planned a really, 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 really giant road trip that I have not taken. Um, it was when I was still married, and we were going to drive um, all the way up through Maine and then get on the ferry and go to Nova Scotia. And the amount of drive time was like, I don't know, a month. I don't know. <laughs> Something ridiculous. And I still would like to do that, but I feel like it might be kind of a flight situation or at least some <laughs> flying at least some flying in between because to get up and around and to the ferry and stuff added like hours I mean like days of yeah. travel it was crazy so but I think that would be a really cool trip you know people are sometimes amazed that we drive to Chicago because we still do because we have family up there and that's like our fourth of July thing is go to Chicago and I love the drive you know there's different things along the way that we always see and like Mm -hmm. landmarks and places that we always eat and I just feel like we it's part of the trip yeah you know yeah when I was a kid we drove from Ohio down here to Florida quite a bit like Mm -hmm. most spring breaks we would come down and see my parents I mean my grandparents down in Bradenton um, and that drive, my, my family had it down to like a science, mm-hmm. you know, like we left at a certain time yep. so that we would go through Atlanta late, late at night. Cause my dad didn't want to go through Atlanta when there was any traffic and everyone in my family would fall asleep except for my dad, the driver and me, because I always felt like it was not nice and it was not fair for him to have to be alone. So like, Driving through Atlanta at night is still like really nostalgic for me. And really, like, it's just, it was a thing that I always did with my dad. And we grew to really look forward to that once or twice a year that we knew it would just be us and Mm -hmm. that we would just have a conversation and that we would drive through Atlanta late at night together. We used to leave early, early in the morning, like 3.30 in the morning, because Mm -hmm. my dad wanted to get a lot of road behind us by the time the sun came up. And I still do that. And we would, um, we had a van, a, a Volkswagen van again. Mm. My parents would take the middle seats out of the van and put sleeping bags on the floor. And we would have an ice chest back there. We'd have board games. My sister and I had our caboodles. Ooh. And we would do like makeup and hair and stuff in the back oh of the van. Oh my God, I love that. And I had my Walkman and like, all co- and so we would totally camp out back there. See, it's road trips are so great because they're such family memory makers. Yes, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. My friend Denise said her best road trip is when she moved to Florida from Indiana to go to college. Everything, she says, everything I owned, including my bike, fit inside my 1991 Ford Escort. Wow. Her grandfather installed a CB radio so she could call truckers if she needed help. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? <laughs> and doesn't that make us seem so old? Yes. Like, wow. Wow. <laughs> one friend did um, over 1,200 miles in one week around the coasts of Florida, from Tallahassee to Miami, Fort Myers, Sanibel Island, St. Peak, and back. Whew. Yeah. I have read that um, Tallahassee to Miami, or no, Pensacola to Miami, drive time or mileage is the same as going like West Coast to East Coast, something like that. I was something crazy, yeah, because we're like a long, skinny, you know, and you have to go all the way one way and then all the way the mm-hmm. other way. Um, I, I think that it's the same distance as like yeah. Washington to New York or something like yeah. that. I wouldn't be surprised yet, not at all. 
Um, one of my dear friends, Casey, she's one of my, I, I think she's like my little sister in the coaching world. Um, she has done 3,600 miles in two weeks all over the West Coast. Wow. And she is one of those people who could like buy an RV and just go. Yeah. Because that's just the kind of gal she is. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends said Gainesville to Alaska, then to Southern California and back to Gainesville in three months. In 1983, in a Chevy three-speed van, the highway was not paved. Wow. (laughs) Alaska. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. And one of the most exotic, my friend Keith, um, London to Mali and back via the Sahara Desert. Wow. Look, I didn't even know those places were connected. Like, how would you even do that? (laughs) Right. But, But, yeah, so... Crazy, crazy places. I love that. And I love that you got all those cool answers. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So, um, of course, you know, no road trip is complete without snacks. Snacks. Road trip snacks. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite road trip snacks? What do you have to have in the car? <sighs> um, Kettle chips. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I, I'm a kettle chips girl. Um, I try to do... I try not to do like all total garbage. Mm-hmm. I mean, but snacks turn out to be garbage a lot. You know, like I'll, I'll try to do like like a beef jerky, like something with some protein at uh-huh. least, you know, uh, or like cheese sticks or something. But you know, often it morphs to a candy bar and you know a sprite. You know, I always start out like I'm going to be super healthy and I'm going to stick to all of my regular stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I do bring, I always bring a lot of trail mix. Right. Um, and trail mix is the, I think the best thing, but some of my friends, some of the snacks that people came up with, I don't understand how you can eat this in the car. I would, so y'all need to come back onto the page and let us know. So this is from Cassidy bread and butter pickles and veggie straw Pringles. I don't like any of that. <laughs> I love bread and butter pickles, but I have never no. eaten them in the car. No. Lots of votes for peanut butter M&M's. Ooh, uh, that's peanut butter or just peanut? Peanut butter. Hmm. My friend says, the biggest bag of peanut butter M&M's I can find, nothing else matters. I Instead of peanut butter M&M's, I like the Reese's Pieces better. Oh, yeah. Same thing. I don't like chocolate in the car because it melts. Yeah, I agree. But I will put it in my trail mix. I'll put, oh, yeah. like, the M&M's in my trail mix. And fish them all out first. Right, yeah. <laughs> Just eat the candy. <laughs> Funyuns. Ooh, Funyuns. Wasabi peas. Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Cheddar cheese, pretzel combos, and beef jerky. Ooh, Very I do. I, combos are something that I will pick up, like, at a gas station on a trip and probably no other time. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. There's like mm-hmm. some foods that you only eat on a road trip. Mm-hmm. And you would like when yeah. I was a kid, those would be bugles. Like my mom would never buy bugles at the right. store. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, she one time at a gas station must have in some point of desperation bought us a bag of bugles and that became like that's yeah, just road yeah. food. And now yeah. I tried to eat bugles as an adult and mm-hmm. like, you know, like you put them all on your on the tips of your fingers like little hats <laughs> and then you eat them off their fingers and then it's like these are so gross <laughs> yeah combos are one of the like i like the pretzel with the pizza filling and I, and I would get those yeah i would get those on a road trip and i don't think i would get them 
I like I would not buy them on my weekly grocery or something. Right. Yeah. There's like stuff that you only eat on the road. Ooh, that reminds me. I'm going to tell you a fun little story real quickly. Okay. So I have a friend in Australia. Mm-hmm. Right. I met her when I was traveling alone. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went to Seattle. Um, she was staying in a hostel and so was I. And that's actually a tip for traveling alone. If you want to be truly alone, then stay in a hotel. Mm-hmm. If you want to meet people, then stay in kind of a communal kind of place. And yeah. it's not creepy or scary. I know people get really scared. It doesn't have to be scary. I stayed in a cool hostel in um, Seattle and I met this girl. And we became like, you know, online friends. Like we talk on Instagram and, you know, comment on each other's stuff a lot. And last week we decided to send one another um, boxes of the foods or the oh, treats fun. Yeah, that are like local to us. Yeah. It happened because I had posted about that I was eating Tim Tams, which are a candy, um, like a, a cookie really mm-hmm. from um, Australia. And she's like, you guys have Tim Tams? And I'm like, yeah, I buy them. I was like, they sell them in the UK section. And she's like, blasphemy. <laughs> and uh, and uh, anyways, uh, she was like, would it be fun to, to send each other stuff? So she is sending me a like, you're not really Australian if you don't eat these things, starter pack. Cool. And I picked up a bunch of things for her, and I did a Google search of, like, what American foods or treats do we have that, like, Australia doesn't. And it was stuff like Cheez-Its. Yep. Um, Fruit Loops. Okay. Like, the sugary cereals. Uh-huh. Um, sweet, like, sweet peanut butter. Um, like, a whole bunch of things. Pop-Tarts. Okay. Pop tarts, um, yeah. especially the weird flavors and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I got her just a litany of junk, Fun. just absolute junk. And bugles fit that category, and that's what reminded me of the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. And, and she's sending some to you. Yeah. So we're we're cool. doing an exchange. And oh, so when cool. the box comes, I will I will bring it. Yes. Maybe I'll bring it on the air, and we'll look through. I know there's going to be Vegemite, Abby, of you know, and hopefully more Tim Tams. Awesome. <laughs> that's great. Well, um, yeah. There's there's. Plenty of um, must-have road trip snacks that are a combination of salty and sweet mm-hmm. and then crunchy and chewy. Um, somebody else says their favorite combination is Reese's Pieces and Cheez-Its. Reese's Pieces, delicious. And yeah. I, uh, I I can't really eat like things that are made of flour. They don't, it, it doesn't do well for me. So I couldn't do the Cheez-Its, but I could mix it with my kettle chips. I do have one friend who would not be good for me to travel with. Actually, maybe she would be, but the rest of my family, no, because she is all about speed. She says they don't eat on a road trip because it slows them down. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Some people are all about making their best time, and others, it's all about the journey. For me, sometimes I guess it depends on where we're going. Like, if I'm going to, like, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I want to straight shot that sucker. You know, like, it's four hours. I don't want to stop. I don't want to go to the bathroom. I don't want to do any of that stuff. I want to just go, yeah. right? I don't want to busy be even. I just want to go and get to Atlanta and mm-hmm. be done with it. But if I'm going, if I'm doing, like, the six and a half hours on the road, you know, if I'm doing a little further, then I need at least one good stop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like to get out and stretch my legs. Yeah. My dad would always be about making their best time. And like we would leave super, super early and then he didn't want to stop at all. Like we, there was one year when we had a, a coffee can to pee into. No. Of course we would, it was the novelty of peeing in the can. No. But yeah. No. I have totally While you're peed. driving? I wasn't driving. I was I mean, in the like back. while you're riding in yeah. a vehicle? Uh-huh. You're you gotta, peeing in a coffee can? When you gotta go, you gotta go. <sighs> Heather. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't I don't I don't feel good about that. I've heard plenty of stories of people having to pee into different containers. Yeah, I mean yeah. While en route. It's harder for a girl. Yeah, it is. That's a skill. <laughs> it's a it's a major especially while you're bumping around and stuff i honestly i think that that is why my father bought the camper so that we would have a bathroom so that he wouldn't have to stop because he had three girls in his life and Mm -hmm. he's like this is a bunch of bullshit i'm gonna need a a toilet yeah on site i remember being on a road trip when we brought a like our camping like we had a we had like a little portable toilet that we would keep in our tent when we were camping and i remember it being in the van Oh, my God. And, and, like, it would be there. I can't imagine in my car right now, like, my nice car <laughs> that I like and that I try to generally keep clean, being like, could you guys just pee in that can, please? Oh, like, my son would never make it. It would be a disaster. I would never. Oh, never. My my <laughs> younger son, I think, has a bucket list of places that he wants to pee. <laughs> because he is always looking for a reason why he needs to pee outside. Oh, my gosh. And it's like he's peed in... A major city he's peed in a state park he's peed in a city park he has peed he's wanted to stop on the interstate and pee while gazing into the sunset <laughs> oh <laughs> we're like God. like we're gonna pull the no card on that one <laughs> oh that's really funny he has a bucket list yeah so and, and so you really have to to really understand the bladder control of the people that you're traveling with because right. if you want to get there then don't be stopping don't be traveling with somebody who wants to stop every 20 minutes yeah um we were talking about uh you were going to make that slideshow you were talking about right, in the last yes. show um <laughs> my dad actually made so back when like when you would take family videos with a camera that had to hook up to the VCR, you had to oh, carry right. like three quarters of the VCR on a strap around yeah. your shoulder. He lugged that all around Disney. Of course he and, did. Um, <laughs> and to make to make these VHS cassettes of us. And he made a, a full video of every bathroom door. Because he's like, well, here I am waiting on my wife at this bathroom. My mom, he's like, you know. Bathrooms across yeah, America. Yeah, exactly. So it was like every bathroom door at Disney. You know, here I am waiting for her again. Yeah. So. Yeah. He carried that thing all around Disney to make that video in the 80s. So. <laughs> and they're so much fun to watch again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, of course, no road trip is complete without some type of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And so I asked my friends, what's the craziest thing that has happened? Um, one of, and, and this is when this was fun because for, well, I got a story from Paula. Ooh, hi, Paula. Paula tried to steal somebody's rental car. She did. Not really. She says that she was leaving a Manhattan hotel. We thought hotel. she was so upstanding. <laughs> she asked the valet to bring the car and did so. She and her daughter got into the car. She went to reach for her sunglasses and realized it was not her car. Oh, my. It was somebody else's rental car. And so they went back and, oh my gosh, and that's got the funny. car switched up. But a more, um, a more fun story is my same friend who um, took the trip through the Sahara mm-hmm. um, happens to be a local business owner of a wonderful um, eating um, establishment here in town. Yes. Um, and he says on the same trip, he stopped in Paris on the way home. They were out of money. There was only room for three of them to sleep in the car. And so two of them walked around for a few hours. I guess they were going to take turns sleeping. They were detained by the police for a short time um, because they looked shaggy and dirty because they had been in the Sahara Desert for two months. Um, they were in a place... I want to be friends with this person. <laughs> they were in a place where apparently shaggy and dirty people don't frequent. And so they stood out. 
Um, but once they took the cops back to the car and explained the situation, everything was fine. I love that. Mm-hmm. One of our friends, um, she says, this happened when they were about 19 years old. Crossed the border into Canada about 2 a.m., about 1993. At the border, the patrol asked, are you transporting alcohol? She's like, technically we were, since there was a case of beer crammed against the window just a few feet away from him, so we fessed up. He instructed us to pull over. They completely emptied out the, the vehicle, trunk, backseat, glove box, everything. Once they were satisfied that we only had a few cans of beer, they wished us a good night and walked away, and we had to repack the entire vehicle at 3 a.m. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, one of my friends said, I hung out with a tour guide that I met the previous day in his floating village two and a half hours south of someplace in Cambodia. She ate home-cooked cobra because she didn't want to offend anyone oh my god i think that'd be amazing i would love i would love that i've always wanted to eat a snake i think i always wanted to I eat have. A snake. i think that it seems like they're they're really lean and I, I don't know i would i would think it would be amazing i think it would be an interesting texture i really want to eat a snake i know people oh, that's gonna be on have, my bucket list now okay, go I'm for eat it a snake maybe you'll get one from australia maybe maybe she'll ship me snake who knows um, my cat killed me a snake yesterday and brought oh, it to me. Cook it up. No, bring it to chef. It, it was little, and I was naked. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, how do you cook um, whatever this is? Rat snake, whatever. <laughs> so one of my friends said um, a late night Google search revealed that the Airbnb host was a convicted felon. Cool. <laughs> she didn't. Cool, en- cool. She didn't elaborate on what their next. What the next move was. So I got this comment. Sounded a little familiar when I read this. Our brand new car top carrier got shredded up and we had to duct tape it back together. By the time the trip was over, it was completely made of duct tape. Mm. That was posted by my mother. That happened. (laughs) (laughs) Semi-recently. That was a few years ago. And we were driving from Louisiana to Chicago, as always. And we heard this weird noise from the car top carrier and we had just gotten this brand new car top carrier and it was flapping around and it was shredding in the oh wind. Oh my gosh, you're kidding. And we had we had to stop at a Walmart and buy duct tape. And by the time we got home, it, it was entirely oh my gosh. made of duct tape. I had um, some friends, some fellow parents at my kid's school that used to drive around in a camper quite a bit like a big nice motor coach you know like one of the real fancy ones mm-hmm. um he was like a race car driver right and uh they were driving and they went under a bridge that Uh-oh. they were too tall for and sheared the uh air conditioning unit off the top and Ooh. just had a giant hole you know while they drove around because the air conditioner was oh no at least it was just one part of it yeah just one part <laughs> <laughs> just a little so i'm sure you've had some adventures while road tripping I have had some adventures while road tripping. Um, I, you you asked me this one in advance, so I got mm-hmm. to think about it, and I chose two stories. Okay. One was just a few years ago on a road trip with my kids and my ex-husband. Um, we were out, like, kind of in the desert, you know, like, between California and the Grand Canyon, and we saw a big, giant billboard mm-hmm. for Google, and it was like an ad for Google Maps, and it was like, Follow these billboards, you know, like take a take a screenshot of these coordinates and we're going to take you places today. Oh, fun. And it was just like one day this was happening and it would happen to be the day that we're driving down this road and it took us to a really cool roadside diner. Oh, I love this. Yeah. And then at the roadside diner, you got the clue to the next place 
And like, and you got to go all these places throughout the day. It was put put on by Google, and like Google, like the next one was a coffee house or whatever. And the Google people were outside, like giving you free stuff and telling you where to go next. And it was oh, kind of wow. like your own road trip, like designed by Google. It was mm-hmm. pretty cool. That's I like that. The other one that I wanted to tell that which was fun is, uh, I told you that my grandparents had a place down here in Florida. They also had a place up in Ohio, um, and we would go back and forth, you know, and visit them. And when my, so my great grandma lived to be 102 years old. I knew my great grandma until I was, I was college bound when she passed away. Um, So she was born in 1897. She could remember the first time she saw a car. She could tell you about her horse when she was a little kid. Oh my gosh. But she had very, very, very bad Alzheimer's disease. Mm. And um, there were a few years when my grandparents first bought the place down in Florida that they would take my great-grandma with them. Mm-hmm. So my grandpa would take his mother down, you know. And one year, we were charged with driving her back with us after spring break. <laughs> and she, um, gosh, I should have brought it with me. I'll, maybe I'll bring it next time. She had a pocketbook, right? <laughs> she had her pocketbook. And um, she uh, was sitting in our camper. We were, we were in the motorhome. My dad's in the driver's seat. My mom's in the passenger seat. There's a dinette behind the driver's seat, and I sit on one side of it, and my sister sits on the other side of it. And then there's a chair right across from that that great-grandma is buckled into, mm-hmm. right? She's in her 90s, you mm-hmm. know, she's she's and she's, <laughs> you know, dementia off the charts. And every mile, roughly, from Bradenton, Florida to Fostoria, Ohio... Oh, no. She picks up her pocketbook. She opens it up. She looks inside of it. She says, where's my keys? And then she clips it shut. And it <laughs> makes a click, click every time. And I have this pocketbook. Of like, course. I, like, I kept this. Uh, I will have it forever. I use it sometimes. It's mm-hmm. cute. Um, but, yeah, so every mile or so, she would get it out. She would look inside. She would clip Aww. it closed. And then she would set it back down on the ground. And a minute oh, would go so by, cute. and she would pick it up and click it again. So that click of that of that pocketbook Aww. for twelve hundred miles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like the soundtrack for that for that trip, right? Yeah. It absolutely was. Yeah. And the other sound that you would hear is, for some reason, my grandparents had a grapefruit tree, and my dad would think that the grapefruit off this tree were the best grapefruit, and that he should take a bunch back to Ohio, so they would fill the bathtub of that uh, camper with grapefruit, so you would hear grandma's click, 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 and grapefruit rolling around in the bathroom, and uh, that was that was the way you travel the country. Wow. <laughs> we listened to, um, that's when... Driving on road trips is when I started to develop my love for NPR because my parents would listen oh, to yeah. NPR. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and that's still just hearing the All Things Considered song just makes me feel happy and cozy. Aww. And um, we listened to a lot of Prairie Home Companion and a lot of NPR. But then we would also listen to um, the Big Chill soundtrack. I think I mentioned that you to did you mention before. That. Yeah. And I still, like, if I hear, like, just this weekend, um, I heard... Um, you make me feel like a natural woman. Mm-hmm. And like when the song is over, like my mind cues up the next song on the tape. That's like funny. I, I yeah. expect mm-hmm. the next song to be whatever it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So I asked, you know, what what are people's road trip tunes? Mm-hmm. And I Googled it and I didn't like the list that I came up that I got. It was stupid. The only song that I on it that I liked was actually 
mine and Robbie's song, which is 500 Miles by the Proclaimers. Oh, yeah. That's a good road trip song. But we usually have, it depends on if I'm driving by myself or with my family. If I'm driving by myself, hootie all the way. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nonstop. If I'm driving with my family, then it is Boston and String Cheese Incident. I don't know the String Cheese Incident. They're a Colorado jam band. Okay. It's uh, so a like Grateful Dead kind of fish Got kind it. Of music. Mm-hmm. Um, and this amazing, oh, Jonathan Colton, which is, he's fun. It's just like a parody novelty singer. We will listen to this really fantastic mashup that I'm going to post on our page of Beastie Boys Intergalactic mm-hmm. mashed up with the A-Team theme song. Oh my gosh, I need that. I was playing it when you walked in. It's Awesome. I'm going to post it today. Awesome. Because it was so great. And then we also like to listen to... Today, the real day that the show comes out? Yeah, Friday. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I need to get clarification. Sorry. Listen to stories by Utah Phillips and listen to um, storytelling. And, That's um, fun. He has won The Greatest Story Ever Told, and I'm going to post that too. Cool. So everybody can, can um, download it and listen to it on their next trip. When we were kids, we listened to oldies, a lot of oldies, in the car always, like road trip or otherwise. But we had a couple, um, I remember one trip in that camper, early in the process of owning the camper, where um, we had taken off on the trip, and I think we'd only gotten 15 or 20 miles down the road. We weren't, we were in like the next town over, and um, we realized that we had not brought any VHS with us, and my dad had a little television hooked up. (laughs) With a little VCR, you know, that we could run and that, that we could watch that as we went. And we had nothing. And I, we must have been being horrible. Like, I just presume we were. Because we stopped at, like, a Walmart, which was new. Like, Walmart wasn't really, like, a thing we'd ever had before. And we went in and bought a couple of videos. And one of the videos that we bought was um, a Flintstones, like, oldies sing-along. <laughs> and that is, like, a soundtrack in my head yeah. of, you know, like, the, so there are certain there are certain songs that extra you know motorhome road trip yeah. songs you know um yeah i was always so jealous of the kids who got to go in a motorhome yeah because I, I just imagined that that you guys were having like just living in the lap of luxury my mom would get up and like make sandwiches and she'd be like cutting sandwiches with <laughs> knives and like and i'm like <laughs> like as we bumped down the road i don't know if my mom loved the motorhome so much because it <laughs> made her have to work like she cooked and she had to do dishes and, you know, I'm not sure that she really loved it, but it was pretty great. It was, you know, kind of, you know, you, we could we could lay back in the bed sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and we could uh, play board games, you yeah. know, on the table. And it, it was pretty cool. It was important to my dad. Like, he, he wasn't an airplane flying person. Um, it, he thought that we should see the change in the terrain, that it yes. gave us a better mm-hmm. appreciation for the country and of mm-hmm. how long it took to get places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it, it was important to him I think it was also part of his excuse for not wanting to get on a plane you know but um but yeah so it it was it was neat and it was definitely better um than car trips because before we got the camper both of my parents were smokers Mm. oh my gosh riding from Ohio to Florida with smokers no way Mm -mm. yeah and there was never smoking in the camper which also contributed to my mom being really really crabby like (laughs) Like, my dad was crabby because, like, they would, 
he'd be like, God damn it, Debbie, which direction do I go? <laughs> like, he was always messed up on directions, and she was jonesing for a cigarette. It was great. It was great, Heather. It was always amazing. <laughs> well, one of my friends who um, I'm looking forward to having as a guest on um, on my my new show, Heather Solves Everything. Can't wait for your new show. I know she's going to be one of my away. guests. Um, but she, in her in her other life, in her family life, they um, her family renovated an old bus and took a country a nationwide oh how cool road trip. And I have a couple of friends that are that are doing that um, it, during the pandemic because they figure. They can't really stay in hotels, right? And or they don't want to stay in hotels, right. and so they're just camping, and so they're just driving from state park to state park and camping wherever they can. I really thought about doing that this summer with the kids, like not even doing a camper. I thought about getting like a blow up mattress in the back mm-hmm. of the car, you yeah. know, um, and and just driving because we had all these grand plans. We were going to be in Australia this summer, right. you know, and that didn't pan out obviously um, because of our situation yep. and um so i thought about doing that but i feel like our week in panama city <laughs> scratch the <laughs> no. itch we're, we're fine they're, they're going back to school in like two weeks you know school starts august 12th so you know yep yep we are coming up to almost the end of our summer so mm-hmm. that's why um i think that it's probably a good time to have a little bit of don't forget your homework You've got a little bit of time left, guys. Jump in the car and and take a take a tip from Jan. Flip a flip a coin. Decide where you're going to go: east, west, north, south. Um, fill up. Get a tank of gas and some beef jerky and some um, combos, <laughs> some pepperoni pizza combos, mm-hmm. and some Reese's pieces and some tunes, and hit the road and go out hit for one road. last adventure. Listen to this show while you travel. Oh, yeah. We've got hours and hours and hours. <laughs> You'll be creating memories for your children of, I remember my parents used to play this podcast forever in the car. <laughs> right. <laughs> they thought it was so funny. So get in the car and go. And then send us a picture of wherever you end up and um, continue to tell us all of your great road trip memories because it's a lot of fun to hear about all the adventures that all of our friends have had. And get out there and create some new ones. Yep. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.